When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This, this, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Butler in the corner with one second. Hoist the jumper. It's good! Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Your fighting tigers are national champions. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, Y'all don't say nothing. Honestly, I have no idea. I was just trying to get to the handshake line. Today's guests, Kansas State guard Marquise Noel, 49ers tight end George Kittle, Academy Award winner Matt Damon. And now it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live on a Monday national championship night for the men's and the day after a women's national championship that has the whole country buzzing. What a weekend it was in sports. Full first weekend of Major League Baseball. You also had the NBA with playoff spots up in the air, the NHL with playoff spots up in the air, and then at the home of the Rams and the Chargers, it was WrestleMania in this town that this <laughs> town went totally nutty over. We have so much to talk about on this show, about all of them, uh, and to help us get set for the national championship game tonight between San Diego State, which won at the buzzer against Florida Atlantic, and UConn, which absolutely mopped the floor in Houston with Miami. Um, is Mr. New York himself, Marquise Noel, who was so dynamite for Kansas State all the way up until losing to Florida Atlantic in his home city of New York City in Madison Square Garden uh, in the Elite Eight. He's first up, and of course we'll ask him about what we saw yesterday between LSU and also Iowa in the Women's National Championship game. We also have on this program Stacey Dales to talk about what we saw in the Women's National Championship game. And this is what's so great about Stacey is she's my colleague at NFL Network, as we know. She was with me at the Combine, part of that coverage. She was at Will Levis's Pro Day. There's, she's got all these bases covered for us on this program. Love it. Uh, we also have on this show, fresh off of being, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, Tagged in by Pat McAfee, courtesy of Snoop Dogg, to take The Miz out (laughs) on Saturday night. What a cameo at WrestleMania in Los Angeles for 49ers All-World tight end. Speaking of Iowa, George Kittle. So he's probably got a lot on his mind to talk to George about today. And then in hour number three, a conversation with the man who plays Sonny Vaccaro in a theater near you coming on this week the superb film air about Michael Jordan being signed by Nike, Matt Damon, on this program. What a three hours that we have right here on the Roku channel, available on all Roku devices, select Samsung smart TVs, available also on all Amazon Fire TV, the Roku app and the RokuChannel.com. We're uh, available for you to call 844-204-RICH, Terrestrial Radio, Sirius XM, Odyssey, our podcast listeners, we say hello to you as we've got the NBA all cooking as well. Good to see you over there, Chris Brockman, here on this busy Monday. Great to be seen, Rich. You got overreaction Monday all set for us as well. Ready to rock and roll, man. DJ Mikey D's and D's nuts. Good Good to see you. 
I've never, by the way, I've never seen the pitch clock work so well. And the way you make the pitch clock heard, awesome. That's amazing. Well done. But then, Good to see you over there, TJ Jefferson, fresh back from uh, WrestleMania. A lot of wrestling, man. I'm surprised I have a voice this You left week. your voice in SoFi Stadium. I mean, it started on Friday with Ring this of guy. Honor, went to WrestleMania, Saturday and Sunday. What a weekend for this guy. Man. What a weekend for this guy. What a time to be alive. That's all I can say. What a time to be alive. Excellent. Fantastic. Look at us talking about women's college basketball to start this program. And it's worthy of being discussed. It's been dynamite. What a phenomenal national championship game we saw between Iowa and LSU yesterday. So many terrific players on that floor or sitting on the bench because the referees took over. (laughs) And I'll tell you what, the refs should thank Angel Reese for giving the old John Cena to Caitlin Clark. You can't see me. I've never seen so so many people react to, you know, what Reese did with Clark walking off the floor and LSU dominating Iowa yesterday in the final throws of that game. And we'll discuss why they took such a big lead in the first place. But look, you know, Angel is giving Caitlin Clark something we've seen what out of an LSU national champion before have we not <laughs> Joe Burrow did that mm-hmm. Point, walking off the field right to, it. right to his ring finger bam didn't have a problem with that did we well actually she was giving Caitlin back what Caitlin was giving well to I'm, else, I'm, I'm getting to that yeah but I'm just saying first and foremost the ring yeah Joe Burrow did this on a football field and we're all like how cool is that you know what else they Joe they, Burrow Joe cool and 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 also, as you pointed out, Angel's only giving Caitlin what she did in a national semifinal game against Haley Van, Van Lith of Louisville. So she's getting back what she gave. And what she also got back is what she gave was a ton of three-pointers just being thrown in by wide-open LSU basketball players yesterday. And that has been the national conversation out of all this is why is it cool and great for Caitlin Clark to do this? And why is it all cool to see Joe Burrow do it? And then when Angel Reese does it, everybody's thinking that is totally out of line. Do I want to see taunting by anybody? Is this something that my daughter at age nine, I want her to see and be taught? No. Is this something that we see over and over and over again by spectacularly talented, highly competitive individuals, men who do it? And we're like, that is cold, but understand it's Joe Cool. Joe Cool. Joe Burrow's got ice in his veins pointing to his ring finger. And Angel Reese does it, and the whole world is up in arms about it. This stuff happens. And we should understand the circumstances under which it is done. And I understand that LSU, that Caitlin Clark didn't do it to LSU, so why is LSU doing it to her and so on? So This was Angel Reese after the game explaining what, was, uh, what that was all about. All year, I was critiqued about who I was. Nobody... I don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. the narrative, I don't fit the narrative. I don't fit in the box that y'all want me to be in. 
I'm too hood, I'm too ghetto. Y'all told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing. So this was for the girls that look like me, that's going to speak up on what they, they believe in. It's unapologetically you. And that's what I did it for tonight. This was for the more than, it was, it was just bigger than me tonight. It was bigger than me. Twitter is going to go in a rage every time. And I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I feel like I've grown, helped grow women's basketball this year. I'm super happy and excited. So I'm looking forward to celebrating in the next season. Every lady on that floor helped grow women's basketball yesterday. That's for damn sure. I've spent the first five minutes talking about it. And I'll be very honest, straight up with you, this is the first five minutes I've been talking about it all year long. But I would love to talk basketball as well. 23 points, 15 rebounds. That's what Angel Reese averaged this year. Coming from Maryland, and she's from Baltimore, as she was talking about as well. 15 rebounds a game. She's so good. She's so good. If only she played in the second quarter yesterday. And I'll tell you what, the referees should be thrilled that Angel Reese threw her hand in front of her face and pointed to her ring finger in front of Caitlin Clark because otherwise we'd be talking about how we were robbed. I've never, I, honestly, the officiating in that game was maddening. Mm-hmm. I was watching from the middle of the first quarter on yesterday. I picked it up a little bit late. That arena in Dallas was salty on both sides of this game. They were freaking out in that crowd because it was obvious from jump. There were whistles all over the place. The top two players on LSU, with Angel being number one in my book, sat the second quarter. Caitlin Clark picked up an early foul. So did seemingly half of Iowa. It was dreadful. It was absolutely positively awful. And then Caitlin Clark in the second half as Iowa cut a huge deficit, 22 points at one point, down to single digits. LSU goes to the line after another whistle on Iowa. And Clark takes a bounding basketball that was just dropped, you know, still bouncing from the play that had just been whistled Mm -hmm. again by the refs dead. She's walking back to her huddle as the Iowa Hawkeyes are huddled in the paint while LSU's going to the line, and Clark takes the ball and just whips it. Whipped it out of bounds towards where, you know, camera op- camera operators and, you know, photographers would be, and she gets teed up, which is another personal foul, which gave her four. Yeah. And it's just like, come on. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? After the game, the ref said, well, there was a delay of game penalty on Iowa earlier in the quarter, and uh, they were already on notice, and the rules say that if you throw a ball out of bounds and it's a competitive disadvantage, as if the, we, we forgot the, the play was stopped. It was terrible. Absolutely, positively awful. But out of all of the foul trouble came an incredible story as well. I just want to hit this. Jasmine Carson. I have never seen her play a basketball game, and it was delightful. She did not score a single point in LSU's Sweet 16 Elite Eight 
and Final Four national semifinal victories to earn the right to play in this game. She didn't score a single point. And she, because of the foul trouble, came in and lit it up to the tune of 21 points. She was heat-checking from the minute she crossed half court and made every damn shot. She didn't miss, including the one at the buzzer Mm -hmm. right before halftime to just put the exclamation point on LSU's remarkable first half. Banks were open. It was. That bank open at the end of that first half. It was unbelievable. She didn't score a point in the three previous games, and she scored 21, and she made the most of the foul trouble. And obviously, LSU won. But honestly, the refereeing, Kim Mulkey was truly, it seemed like on occasion, a sixth LSU defender (laughs) on the floor. She was involved in UConn's offensive sets and she didn't get teched. She yeah, didn't get teed how up. How did that not get a tee? She didn't get teed a, up. I just saw a clip of her grabbing a ref. By the way, she's easy to notice. She was wearing <laughs> some wild sequin. By the way, very nice. I mean, that Suit. looks like Seth Rollins. But look at her. She's right on there. the floor. She was on the floor the whole game. Yeah. These are all things that we're not even talking about today because Angel Reese did what Joe Burrow did and what Caitlin Clark did. And everybody's treating her like she's ruining sport. Well, I mean, you know. Rough year for a few I know what you're saying. I ain't saying anything, man. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I don't have to say anything, I don't think. So, and and again, you know, I, if the women's game wants to take the spell my, just at least spell my name right strategy of public relations and PR just to be talked about, I mean, we just started the show with this. The whole country's talking about it, and it's not like the men didn't have a remarkable finish in a Final Four game. They did. And maybe it's just because it's San Diego State over Florida Atlantic and that we would have been leading this this uh, this here contest, if this here show, if the contest was uh, North Carolina beating Duke at the final buzzer. And we would be talking about, boy, Coach K or whatever. Name, name another blue blood. John Calipari, man. Oh, yeah. man, this Bill Self guy just... Had a timeout in his pocket, but he had only defenders on his best defenders on the floor because Florida Atlantic had just scored or they just had an offensive set and they called timeout, put their best defenders they had on the floor and they didn't have their best offensive players on the floor. And with time taken down in a timeout in the back pocket, Brian Dutcher let the clock run and the ball wound up in the hands of Lamont Butler. And yes, the Butler did it. Lamont. Ew. <laughs> Lamont hit the big one. Lamont, you big dummy. <laughs> he hit the big one with time running out. He amazing. Look at that picture. Releases Chris. and fires amazing. and hits nothing I but couldn't net. It. Couldn't believe it. And San Diego State advances. Oh, that was amazing. That was so much. And fun. their magic carpet ride continues. And Butler said after the game. That his sister, Asasha, who was shot and killed in January of 2002, he felt as if she was with him on that shot. Mm. And Florida Atlantic's magic carpet ride, it looked, they were up double digits in that game, and they looked like they had it in the bag in San Diego State, kept on rebound. The number of offensive rebounds San Diego State, the Aztecs had. They had one possession where they got the ball, I think, five different times. And both teams struggled scoring towards the end of that game, but it came down to the final shot. And the Aztecs 
move on. And it looked like the first seed that was nine or worse playing in a national semifinal game would finally get a win. They were 0-8 prior to Florida Atlantic taking the floor on Saturday. And it looked like we'd finally get that first win in that column. And instead, their nine seeds or worse are now 0-9 in a national semifinal. Wow. What a way for the Owls season to finally end. Ugh, what a run. And for Brian Dutcher, the head coach of San Diego State basketball, who we had on last week. And if you missed it, it was such a terrific conversation because we spent most of it on his journey. And his journey began when Bill Frieder in 1989 said, I'm out. I'm leaving Michigan to go to coach Arizona State. And Bo Schembechler, who was the athletic director at the time of Michigan, was so angry about it, said to Bill Frieder, you're not coaching this team anymore. You're not coaching the tournament and leaving us. I want a Michigan man coaching the Michigan Wolverines. I want a Michigan man coaching a Michigan team. And he turned to Steve Fisher, who had just been hired, like he was a real Michigan man. (laughs) And Steve Fisher gets thrown in to the mix, and they win six games in a row and win the national championship and cut down the nets. And an assistant on that bench on that night who was with Steve Fisher on that night and with Michigan, the rest of Steve Fisher's tenure from the Fab Five all the way through to the end, and then went with Steve Fisher to San Diego State as an assistant all the way to tonight. Brian Dutcher is going to try and cut down the nets on UConn on Wait For It, the anniversary of Michigan's win over Seton Hall in 1989 to start it all. Because I can guarantee you, I am sure of this. If Michigan had lost, Mike, to your Seton Hall Pirates on this night in 1989. Yep. So you could do the math. That's 34 years ago tonight. If they had lost that, there's no way Bo would have stuck with Steve Fisher and Brian Dutcher. And who the heck knows what their journey would have been with the Fab Five. Would never have formed, I don't think. And Dutcher would not maybe have gotten the opportunity to go to San Diego State and would not have gotten the opportunity to succeed Steve Fisher at San Diego State and stand on that sideline tonight, 34 years later. Oh, my God. How big were Ramil Robinson's two free throws? I'm sorry, Mike. 34 years ago tonight. I remember it. And 34 years later, Brian Dutcher's trying to do it as as a head coach. Can't make it up. Against UConn, which is now in its fifth national championship game all since 1999. (laughs) Ten years after Brian Dutcher and Steve Fisher and Glenn Rice and Ramil Robinson cut down the nets in Seattle against Seton Hall. Can't make it up. And we would have led with that if it weren't for a dynamite women's championship game, which we'll discuss with Stacey Dales, who, by the way, let me know during the game... She got fouled out of her national championship game for Oklahoma against UConn, and she knows the refs by name because two of them are still refereeing, and they were refereeing that game yesterday. Hmm. Can't make it up. But first up, to talk about tonight's game and about his magical run and what we just saw yesterday, Marquise Noel of Kansas State is going to be calling, and I can't tell you how much I enjoyed watching him play basketball, and I can't wait to tell him that. That's next right here on The Rich Eisen Show with George Kittle and Matt Damon and Overreaction Monday still to come. 
Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, sitting here on the Rich Eisen Show radio network, furnished. Uh, the Rich Eisen Show desk is where I'm sitting on it, uh, furnished by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Boy, did I love watching this guy play when uh, Kansas State was making its run. And I, you know, I was talking about him quite a bit here on the show. So I'm going to finally stop talking about him as if he's not on it. Uh, and the it being the Rich Eisen show, we're thrilled to have here from Kansas State uh, to help us chop up what we've seen in the men's tournament and also what's going on in the rest of the world with college basketball. Kansas State's Marquise Noel here on the Rich Eisen show. How you doing, Marquise? I'm doing good, man. Thank you for having me on your show, man. I appreciate you know all the love and support that you've been giving me. Well, I just love you know. watching you play. I just love watching the joy that you play the game with and. Um, and just love watching you, you know, you do your thing. Um, who, who was your, um, you know, I guess idol growing up? Who did you want to quote unquote be like when you were a kid, Marquise? Um, I mean, I, I had a couple idols and role models. Uh, Kemba Walker is one for sure. And Stephen Curry were my like two biggest idols because of how they approach the game, but how they also, you know, approach life. Um, which is being good men and being godly men. So um, have you heard from Curry at all, whether on Twitter at you or or behind the scenes based on your remarkable run over the last couple of weeks, Marquise? No, I, have, I, haven't, I haven't heard from Curry yet, but I signed with his um, agency with Octagon, so I'm pretty sure I see him around and I'll, 
I'll be, you know, good friends with her. Oh, I look forward to, to seeing that 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 blossom. Um, let let me just before we, we dive into um, a bunch of other things, uh, the the alley oop that you threw in <laughs> against Michigan State in, in Madison Square Garden. Um, yeah. And 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 just everything about it. I mean, you not only had court awareness, you had coach awareness, and you had Isaiah Thomas awareness, which is pretty wild. Um, <laughs> can you walk me through? You're 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 dribbling the ball up the floor, and what happened at that moment, Marquise? <laughs> uh, so we got to stop. You know, McCain Cleese was was rooting for Michigan State. You know, the whole game. Mm-hmm. And I just kept hearing him. And I'm like, man, like, you got to be quiet, man. Because <laughs> he was so close and he was so loud. So I would just join with them, you know, having fun. Um, just telling them, like, man, Michigan State is not going to win. Um, so on that play, I picked the ball out of bounds. That's how I did it. I One second, Marquise. I think you got your phone in your beard. So hold on a second. You're, 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 you're saying, like, you're, you're, you're barking with Isaiah Thomas and Mateen Cleaves and they with you throughout the game? Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah, I was having fun, man. I was just in my playground in New York City. Yep. I mean, that's how we how we talk and play, you know, <laughs> um, in, in, in the parks. So, I mean, it was no different being in Madison Square Garden. But, yeah, I was having fun. Um, so I walked the ball up the court. And, I mean, that's for y'all to figure out. I can't tell y'all. <laughs> whether that was a set play or if I was arguing, because then the other team going no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but oh. you're out. You're out, though. You're out. You're going. You're signed with Octagon. You're going pro. You're going to throw yourself in the pro mix. So, what do you? What do you? Okay. So, because we were wondering that, it looked like you were arguing. It looked like you were arguing to me. Well, some people said I was arguing. Some people said I was acting. <laughs> I mean. I'm not sure what I was doing in that moment. <laughs> Might have been doing a little bit of both. Which he, he was being a New York City point guard. I like it. Doing yeah. I like it. Awesome. I like it. Yeah. So, you, world. so you're you're basically saying um, a magician can't reveal his tricks. <laughs> is what you're saying, Marquise? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> and that because it struck yeah. me that you 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 threw that alley oop in the midst of your quote unquote argument or you know uh, sleight of hand. Marquise. Yeah, I'm, I mean, Keontae's an amazing athlete. I mean, you could throw it up anywhere around the rim, and he's going to catch it and finish it. I mean, we've been doing that, you know, the whole season. And our chemistry is, like, you know, second and none is great. And, you know, I trusted in him, and he trusted in me. And the rest is history. The rest is history. What was it like for you to play those games in Madison Square Garden from Harlem growing Man, up there? It was fun. It was so fun. I mean, it was a dream come true. It was everything that, you know, I could ever imagine and more just with the energy and uh, intensity of the garden. I mean, you had celebrities popping out like Spike Lee, Carmelo, Jada Kiss, Cameron. I mean, they was all there to see me. And it was just like, you know, it was like a game in Rucker Park where, you know, you have two dynamic people playing against each other. I mean, it was, it, it was, it was surreal. And, um, and so now uh, I guess what's next for you? What's next um, for you? Now? I'll be entering the NBA draft. Um, 
and I'll be going through that whole process with working out with teams and, you know, doing interviews um, in front of scouts. And, yeah, I'm just working out until, you know, the draft and the combine. And so what are you, you know, what are you hearing about your professional prospects? Who are, what, what are they telling you about where you might go in a draft, where you might, where, where, your, where your standing is, Marquise? I mean, it's, it's I mean, I, I heard some good news, um, but, you know, the draft is so, you know, unpredictable. You never know who's getting drafted to what team. So, I mean, I'm just waiting. I mean, I'm, I'm going to do my part in workouts. Uh, that's my main focus. Um, and just, you know, selling myself, being the best version of myself so that I could be, you know, picked, you know, higher. But, I mean, it's I'm 5'7", so it, that's already a, a stigma that, you know, most teams don't like. So I just got to go in front of them and show them, you know, what I could do so then what, what I've been doing. What do you say to teams that might uh, put you further down their draft boards because of your height? What do you say to them? Man. Uh, I'm sorry for when I have to play you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, yeah. you know, keep filling in the blank. Because what? When you see him. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, all I need is that one opportunity, that one team to believe in me. I mean, I know every team is not going to believe in, you know, Marquise. Uh, but that one team that, that does, you know, I'm going to get my heart. So, and everything um, inside of me to that organization, to that coach. And, you know, every other team after that is basically my enemy. So I'm going to go out and compete, you know, as hard as I can. And, and where do you place leadership? Give me an, give me um, your thoughts on, on what that means to you, to be, in a, uh, to be in a situation where you even said earlier, you know, they're coming to see me, and you mentioned some of the celebrities that were at Madison Square Garden but you are a team leader as well. Walk me through how you can shoulder the the spotlight and then, of course, not only just dish it out on the court, but make sure that everybody is involved because of your leadership. Walk me through that at level of importance for you. Um, leadership is key. I mean, I, I was blessed to have a great leader and a great coach that, you know, allowed me to be who I am and also taught taught me, you know, what it is to be a leader. Um, so my job when I, when I got to K-State was to um, just be the best version of myself and lead guys uh, to, you know, you know, winning. Um, and that, that's been my main focus. And I feel like leadership comes with um, a big responsibility and you have to conduct yourself in a certain way um, if you want, you know, to win your teammates over. And I've just been, you know, taking it day by day, leading by example, first and foremost. Um, uh, being, you know, you know, linked to my guys. I mean, off the court is like the biggest thing for leadership because it can show, you know, your teammates how relatable you are. And that's, and then it leads to on the court, which is the easiest part. Um, so I've just been trying to, you know, lead my guys and be the best version of myself with um, being first to the bus or doing whatever I'm supposed to be doing in the class and off the court. And I mean, it's it's a big responsibility, but I wouldn't, you know, want it any other way. 
Marquise Noel joining me here from Kansas State uh, as we are on the national championship day uh, that he was that you were obviously no doubt uh, dreaming of playing in right here on the Rich Eisen show. If you don't mind, I'm going to turn you into part of the paparazzi for a second, if you don't mind. Uh, what, I am assuming you saw uh, what happened in the women's championship game yesterday in the national conversation involving uh, Angel Reese and, and her pointing to her ring finger and also uh, giving the John Cena uh, to Caitlin Clark, which she, by the way, delivered to uh, Haley Van Leith, uh, Van Lith of, of, um, of Louisville. What, what's your two cents on, on uh, what we saw at the end of that game yesterday? I mean, I mean, I love it. I mean, it's no different from when a when a guy dunks on, you know, somebody and stare at them. It's no different than when, you know, Steph Curry may hit a three and semi. I mean, it's I, I love it. It's a part of the game, um, and you know, women's sports are is it, is coming back on top. I mean, with Angel Reese and Kaitlyn Clark. I mean, you haven't seen you know women's college basketball like that in a minute. So. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure they have much respect for each other on and off the court. But when you're in between them lines, I mean, you know, you got to do what you got to do. And, you know, when you win, you can do stuff like that. But if you lose it, I mean, it's it's, it's tough. So, I mean, I respect it. I like it. Yeah, I, I guess I'm I'm talking to somebody who is giving Isaiah Thomas the business as he's trying to beat Michigan State. <laughs> uh, I guess that that's an interesting opinion. Um, and so, um, wh- who do you think wins tonight between San Diego State and UConn, Marquise? Man, I, I like UConn chances um, because they are so well-rounded. Uh, they have a big man who, you know, could get 20 and 20 on any given night. And they have dynamic guards who could get in the paint and create shots for others. And they also, you know, are locked in on the defensive end because of, you know, Dan Hurley and, you know, his philosophy on defense. But I wouldn't count uh, San Diego State out because they deserve to be here in this national title game. They deserve to, you know, have a chance at winning the national title. So I feel like it's going to be a dogfight for 40 straight minutes and it's going to come down to whoever is the toughest team. And um, and so you think... Um... Just give me your give me your two cents. You think it's UConn by the end of the night, or I, I like UConn chances, but you know anything is is can happen in the tournament. As you can see, you know sixteen seeds being one seed. So you know there's no numbers. There's no there's nothing you know attached to you know when that when that jump ball is tossed up. But if I had to choose, I'll say it's UConn because of. You know, their 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 coach, Dan Hurley, and, you know, their experience. Marquise Noel here on the Rich Eisen Show. Before I let you go, let's just spend one last minute on you. Uh, if uh, I, I went up to you, you know, when you're when you're growing up in Harlem and told you you were going to make your big your big splash playing college basketball in Manhattan. Did you know that there was a town in Kansas called Manhattan at that point in time? Marquise? <laughs> I had no clue what Manhattan, <laughs> Kansas was prior to committing. So. Isn't it amazing? I mean, uh, how does a kid uh, from Harlem wind up in Little Rock first before getting to Kansas State? How did that happen back in the day? Man, I think, I mean, 
God's alignment, man. I mean, God's timing and alignment is so perfect. Um, you know, I continue to keep giving him all the honor and all the glory because who would have ever thought a kid from Harlem, New York, and High New York, you know, go to a school in Kansas called Manhattan, Kansas, and, you know, his last game would be in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> that's, that's like, that's something that, you know, you don't, you can't write up. I mean, that's only God, so. So do you have that back page of uh, the New York Post, the King of New York? Is that somebody sending that to you? Somebody send that yes, to you? Yes, I do have it. I mean, that's that was a that was probably one of the best moments um of my life. Just seeing everybody grab the newspaper <laughs> and just sending it to me and sharing it with me. I mean, that was that was a crazy moment. You have somebody in your family go to the local newsstand and just buy up the whole stack. <laughs> you have that? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet, I absolutely. So look, uh, I I look forward to watching your journey. Um, I love watching you play, love watching you dish, love watching you shoot. Where did you learn the behind? Where did the behind the back before each free throw come from? Where did that happen? What's that from? Um, <laughs> uh, so it's a funny story. Um, so there was a a game that I played when I was about you know seventh grade. Mm-hmm. And I kept trying to spin the ball, you know, how everybody does on the, on the free throw line. And I kept missing. And so my dad took me right after the game to Kingdom Park. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, you're going to work on your free throws. You're going to stop missing free throws. And it was about 100 degrees outside. I mean, it was it was hot. I had no water. And he like, man, you're going to make 100 free throws before you leave. And I just kept missing when I was doing the same routine. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. So I put it behind my back, and the ball started going in. And he was like, that's it right there. Don't switch it. Put it behind your back. And I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. So I made my 100. Um, I was crying in the midst of all of it Mm. because it was so hot. Um, But, you know, it paid off. That's why you shoot 90% from the free throw line, huh? Yeah, I mean, shout out to my dad, you know, for that. What's his name? Your dad? Uh, Marcus. Okay. Marcus Noel and Marquise Noel out there in 100-degree heat, making sure that you're you're shooting your free throws like that, and that's how you do it today. Love stories like that. Love watching you. Um, good luck, and look for more of my phone calls as you go about your journey. I'd love to follow it. I'd love it. Okay, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you uh, for having me up here. Absolutely. Thanks for taking the time here on National Championship Day to share all those stories. You be well, sir. Yes, sir. You too. You got just a guy from Staten Island, a guy from Harlem, chatting it up right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, man, that was awesome. Right there. First and foremost, if you were on the radio, you would have thought we were interviewing Mace right now, the rapper, not Marquise. Well, they sounded just oh, is that like right? He sounds yeah, yeah. just like yeah, Mace. I'd love that's Hard your take. You know what my take was? He's great. Only, only one of us in that phone conversation needs to mask up entering Madison Square Garden because facial recognition <laughs> might keep him out. Yeah, he can go courtside. <laughs> I'm that one. In case you're wondering, I just love that story. Yeah, Dad yeah. was like, "You're going to go out there, and you're not. You're going to make a hundred free throws." He's crying, put it behind the back, and then he starts making them, and now he's doing that in Madison Square Garden. He he made free throw after free. He was automatic. Gosh, great well, stuff. Like I said last week, Rich, I know his size isn't optimal for NBA, but 
this dude deserves to be in the league. He deserves to be on the team because he's going to make his teammates better yeah. every day. Well, in this spot tomorrow, this very time, we'll be hanging up uh, with Jay Billis. Mm-hmm. And the next order of business for Jay is the NBA draft. So I want to talk to him about Marquise's pro prospects and they also the pro prospects of some of the other kids that we're watching playing, including those tonight. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the Rich Eisen Show. George Kittle's joining us in 17 minutes and change to talk about being tapped in to help tap out The Miz (laughs) at WrestleMania. Eh, We might talk about Brock Purdy a little bit too. (laughs) Who knows how that's going to roll. But we take a break here on this first hour. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least... The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Catch anything that you miss uh, or the last eight-plus years of the show on our YouTube stream. We just showed one of uh, George Kittle's many appearances um, during our Roku channel uh, segment only uh, prior to our radio audience returning right here. Just check it all out, youtube.com slash Rich Eisen Show. Matt Damon's joining us in our third hour of our program. Um, And uh, the movie Air is just fantastic. And Ben Affleck's going to be on Tuesday's show, Sonny Vaccaro on Wednesday's show. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on this program. Let's go to Jesse in Arizona. What's up, Jesse? Hey, Rich. How are you guys doing? How are you doing? Thanks for calling in. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, I'm just wondering. So we know Joe Burrow's going to get his contract soon, and it's going to be a good one. Now, my thought is if he gets a contract, say, 200 mil, four or five years, does Lamar Jackson instantly sign saying if Joe Burrow doesn't get a full you know, full guarantee contract, does it still hold out saying, well, Deshaun Watson got this, why can't I? 
I, I don't think it's going to affect him one way or the other, to be honest with you, unless it surpasses Deshaun Watson's contract, to be very honest with you, in terms of uh, 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 fully guaranteed dollars. Because Kyler, since and thanks for the call, Jesse, since Deshaun Watson signed five years, all $230 million guaranteed, setting a record and creating a precedence that it appears that Lamar Jackson wants to break. Um. There have been two major quarterback contracts signed, sealed, delivered, sent to the league office, Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson, and neither of them held out for what it appears Lamar Jackson's holding out for. Although, again, whenever you talk Lamar, you don't know what's been delivered to him and what he's rejected and what he's rebuffed and what he's countered with. We have no idea. None. We can guess that it hasn't been $200 million guaranteed put on the table because he did scoff at that on Twitter and did also say, you know, hey, I need an agent, huh? If I got three over 133, which makes it seem like he confirmed that and rejected that. So everybody thinks just put three years, 150 million all guaranteed on the table and just be done with it. Give him 50 million a year guaranteed and just be done with it. I have no idea what he said yes to, what the Ravens are willing to do and whatnot. But it does appear, Jeremy Fowler of ESPN said, it's all about Deshaun's contract. And if this is a personal beef that he has with Deshaun and he's going to take this to the mat because he just wants to say, hey, Deshaun, I got one more dollar than you and that's what this is about, then that is something I don't think the Ravens are ever going to be partnering with him, <laughs> partnering with him on like, you know, they're, they're trying to partner with him on the entire gym. But listen, I don't know. If Burrow goes first this offseason and signs a contract that is less than the guaranteed money that Lamar Jackson signed for, I mean, that, that Sean Watson signed for, does that change Lamar's point of view? I doubt it. I doubt it. And this is the wild thing, too, because it's Herbert going at the same time as well. They're both going to sign major deals or they're able to and if they go into the season and not well though that will be a big story as well but uh these aren't two ownerships that are uh well known for uh having the old franklin mint at their disposal <laughs> you know what i mean if, like, if, you, if you had to guess like the two owners in the nfl <laughs> who still use velcro wallets they have AOL the, email addresses. Earthlink. <laughs> <laughs> I got this. Earthlink. Just got to reach the check. That's, you know, so it's interesting that these are the two ownership groups yeah. that are involved in this conversation. Yeah, I know. So. They are not going to have a choice. <laughs> they got, and that's why the Bengals who are just like, we are not going to have a naming rights for our stadium. <laughs> Paul Brown Stadium. This is, we're naming it after dad. <laughs> And then now it's pay core because somebody has to pay Joe. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see how it plays out. I don't think, uh, um, you know, unless it surpasses Deshaun Watson, this will affect Lamar's thinking. And what if these deals don't get done until September? You know, sometimes these deals get done in training camp. 844-204-RICH, number to dial. And uh, the final two minutes here of this uh, segment, we're, we're getting ready to welcome in George Kittle. You were there. 
Were you surprised to see George Kittle tap in to take out the Miz with McAfee and Snoop? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, kind of. I, I, there's always going to be some type of celebrity, you know, interaction when it comes to WrestleMania. So the fact that George is such a huge wrestling fan, yeah, I guess it really wasn't too surprising. You know, he came in and uh, threw a couple clotheslines. What was the biggest know? surprise over the weekend that you were jacked up about? The biggest surprise of the weekend. Oof. Yeah. You don't have one? I I, I got to be honest with you. I think I correctly predicted probably every match. Look but at like you. Three. So I don't think I really, you know, Brockman and I were, all week we were talking, will Cody Rhodes beat Roman Reigns or not? Yeah. I didn't think he would. And I was right. Yeah. And uh, Even so, though the odds were saying the other way. Yeah. But I don't understand the odds and how that works with wrestling. But yeah, there's me. Night one. Nice seat. Sitting there repping the late, great Jay Briscoe with my T-shirt. By the way, that T-shirt, there's always a big thing when you go to a wrestling match, have a T-shirt that no one else has. I went on Friday night, and there were, to a Ring of Honor show, there was probably like literally 40 people with that same T-shirt on. I get to WrestleMania, no one had my shirt on, so it was awesome. Man. And then look at the cosplay. You got this guy dressed up, Chris, as Brett the Hitman Hart. That is you know, genius. And, and Jason, I took Jason Feller yesterday and because my one buddy backed out of going. And Feller was like, oh, I was going to wear my Stone Cold vest, but I was afraid you'd make fun of me. <laughs> I'm like, bro, sh- you have no idea what you're about to walk into. Yeah. Look yeah. at that shot on the look right. The stadium, you put that Rich. out one yeah. more time there, too. I mean, I know that's look a filter, but I'll tell you, man. SoFi Stadium with its, its translucent beautiful. roof. Beautiful. The beautiful. lighting in that place... Incredible. I mean, if you go to any other dome, it, it won't look like that because this is not a dome. It's a canopy that's over an outdoor stadium. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this weekend, Southern California weather returned to Southern cool. California for the first time in, in 2023. And I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, it's rained almost so every day. So the wrestling man. gods yeah. were, you know, met with the weather gods. And that was the other thing, Rich. Holy I was worried cow. about the rain. It didn't rain. The weather oh. was perfect. Well, it did. It did. It did. Hold on a minute. It rained on Cody Rhodes. Oh, it did. It did. Roman rained. Hey, now. Referees had a bad weekend. So even yeah, in WrestleMania, too? Yeah, oh, saying. even in WrestleMania, there, I was losing my mind. There were times when the referee it's would go, scripted. one, two. It's scripted, and he would, like, man. I know, it? but like you've got it, Rich. Don't Uh-oh. say it. Oh, oh, man, see, oh, you know what I'm saying? Now you're going to get me fired. Don't make me call Roman George Reigns over Carroll's here, George Carroll's going to join us right here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm going to tell George you said that, bro. No, no, no. It's funny because I was like, having this conversation, you know, it's scripted, it's scripted, it's scripted with somebody telling me that. And I'm like, no, no. You tell it to a wrestling fan and it's on. like, why? Yeah, you don't you, know. You and I'm like, no, 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 right no. There. I'm like, a wrestling fan believes that he and she, with their voice and their fandom and their belief and their love of whoever they're rooting for in the ring, can flip the match. That in the middle of the match, it'll be decided. Well, now the audience not, wants to see true, this. But- you said the other day about a match that they were there, and that it was, was so the, wild that they had to flip it. That was in like the middle. one time in okay. the history of wrestling. And that that's that all happened. you need to know. That's that's why I pointed that out. That was the one that's time. That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. TJ, you're right there. I do love the referee like on the three count just going like, a little bit slower. No, he kicks out. You were you were watching on TV. I'm there, so there's a delay. Did it seem that way too? Like it did, it a did. lot of times they were like, "Bro, like get I mean, your cadence." Like, down. I'm sure, obviously, it was playing that Roman oh was going to win, but God. I thought Cody was going to win multiple times. Yeah, and the rev was just like a little bit slower on because he's told to. Oh my gosh! Hey, Rich, wrong, Rich, Have you told your kids about Santa yet? Yeah, yeah. Wait, come <laughs> on. Jesus, like, what is wrong Easter with you? Bunny? Like, what are you doing? I'm sorry, everybody. Wait, it's. 
Yeah, I have told him about it. You know, Charles Gordon and Robert De Niro didn't really take a midnight run, Rich. Right? You know that, right? That's not (laughs) a documentary. Midnight Run, not a documentary. Somebody wrote that. He didn't have the million dollars strapped (laughs) for Oh, yeah, brother. George Kittle's going to join us. He amazingly had a tight end universities. (laughs) He did.